Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to I'll Have What She's Having, a food and drink podcast from me, Sophie Wybird. And me, Hannah Crosby. Every week, Sophie and I sit down to dinner. She makes a dish, I pair a wine, and we put the world to rights. This week, we pair Lam Yvetsi with a non-alcoholic Bloody Mary. And we talk big gammon energy, big age gap relationships, and being pregnant with our guest, Chef Anna DaCosta. Anna DaCosta, welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me over. It's so nice to have you here. Really nice, friendly face on the sofa. I know. A good mutual pal. I know it's um it was about time to have to well for you guys to have me here (laughs) yeah I feel like it was only realistically a matter of time you're one of the first people I think that we both kind of came to an agreement on having thank you very high on the list yes uh for those listeners who do not know who you are tell us who is Anna da Costa um all right so my name is Anna I'm also known as lots of butter um I just do a little bit of everything in cooking blogging well I don't do a lot of blogging nowadays a bit of recipe writing for making myself making very delicious sauces yes also I'm a co-founder of Two Hot Asians this is not a not an ad sorry <laughs> <laughs> not an ad guys but I'm a co-founder of Two Hot Asians um, we do exo sauce and sambal and we've done a few pop-up, pop-ups and supper clubs around um, London can you imagine if we invited someone on and we were like, you're not allowed to talk about any of the businesses that you <laughs> What do you talk about? Well, my cats, my dogs. The Mama da Costa exo sauce that Anna mm. sells to two hot Asians is the most delicious thing in mm. the world. Oh, thank you. I went through a phase where I was putting it in all of my meals. <laughs> I did send you a very big jar for your birthday, didn't you I? You did. It says Sophie's <laughs> birthday exo yeah. sauce on it. It was so nice. <laughs> but also, can I just say that you have now become Mama da Costa. You've kind of gone through a little yes. bit of a rebrand recently. <laughs> yeah, so I am now becoming Mama da Costa. Um, so I am... 25 weeks pregnant. Woo! Yeah. That's uh, almost six months. 
for those who don't count weeks. Um, <laughs> Are you going to change your professional name to Mama DaCosta? I'm not sure. I, I do love lots of butter and everybody knows me by lots of butter. So going to, you know, changing to Mama DaCosta seems a bit, I don't know. I might, I might not. We'll see. I also, we'll see how it goes. I would also love if whenever anyone announced they were pregnant, they were like, I'm going through a bit of a rebrand. <laughs> I'm becoming a mother. <laughs> that is me. Um, you know, I have, you know, I don't, I don't, this is so weird, but like starting out and doing, you know, a bit of cooking and all this, you kind of become a brand. Mm. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. if if you're not, you're not really a chef, but you're not really a blogger. You're not really this and that. So you kind of become like, I'm not an influencer at all either. So uh, I don't know. Please. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just a person that, you know, have become known for 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 food. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. It just like organically slips in that way. Yeah, exactly. And mm. I think that we've all kind of, well, there's a lot of people that I think would put themselves in that bracket that we oh, know. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Myself exactly. included, even though I don't cook. Myself included, even though I don't foodies. cook. Foodies, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. foodies. Yeah, foodies, whinies. Foodie, whiny, whiny girls. <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking so brown. Where have you been? So I just came back from Italy, but before that we were in Lisbon. So, um, you know, I've got uh, two tans here, two layers. Um, we just came from Lake Garda, me and my partner, uh, for his sister's wedding. It was lovely. But, oh, it was um, a wedding. Yeah, yeah, we went to a wedding. I actually had two weddings for that weekend, so I had to pick one, um, <gasps> oh, unfortunately. Oh, so you, you picked the one with the holiday attached. Well, I, well, I picked the one that would piss piss my boyfriend less, basically. <laughs> the family wedding. The family like wedding. family generally wins, doesn't it? Exactly, I couldn't say if no. If you like your family. Yeah, exactly. Whereabouts in Italy, did you say uh, that? So we went to Gar- like, Lake, uh, well, Lake Garda area, so we stayed in Torre del Bonaco. And it was a bit of a, it was a bit disappointing for oh. me. I just found it a little bit touristy trap. So like a lot of places were just, it was just made for tourists. And what was the food like? The food was all right, but I oh, like it, it like all the menus they had like English and German, German um, translations like, because of so, all the German tourists. Yeah, in exactly. So it's just it was just so bizarre. Like I didn't feel like I was in Italy because usually my experience in Italy is like I go to a place and nobody speaks English. Mm-hmm. So. For, to go to Italy and then everybody speaking, like the waiter spoke English and perfect German. So I was just like, where am I? <laughs> that was like, you sure you were in Germany? I know. I was like, am I in Italy? Like, <laughs> but, is it? but yeah, we were in Italy, which is very touristy trap. And we probably wouldn't go there again, but it, it's lovely. It's very pisteresque. Uh, <laughs> That's if you really hate the way something looks. It's picturesque. Picturesque. Sorry, I got there. I feel like everyone's having a wedding abroad at the moment. I, I don't know if this is a really dumb opinion to state on such a public forum, but I generally am kind of anti abroad weddings unless you've got a tie to a place. I feel like mm. asking your friends and family to take time off, pay for flights, yeah. pay for accommodation. Unless it's something that you know that it's a small wedding and everyone's going to be really down to do. It can be quite hard, especially if there's, you know, multiple in a year. Yeah. Yeah. 
if someone's asking you to go to Italy, someone's asking you to go to France, mm. someone's asking you to go to, I don't know, Mexico, I've, all yeah, in the I same wish. summer, it's like, how much holiday do you think I have? And how much money yeah. do you think I have? I'd only do it if I was absolutely minted and I could mm. pay Fly for everyone, everyone to come. No, 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 I'd buy a coach. Everyone, yeah. like, <laughs> everyone gets on by a box park. Do you know the TV show that I really miss, Coach Trip? Did you ever watch Coach I Trip? I never watched that. I think I've heard about it, but I don't really... Oh my God, it no. was iconic. It was basically various pairs got yeah. on this coach and did a coach trip around Europe. And at the end of every stop, you got to vote a different couple off the coach <gasps> and then a different couple would get on the coach. Straight they come coaching. <laughs> it was unbelievable. If you can find an episode on 4OD anywhere, honestly. It was on E4, the t- wasn't it? it was and then E4. the guy that does Brendan, the coach, he's, like a, he's a bit of a character, isn't he? He was the an absolute icon. Brendan from Coach Trip, what a guy. That's really unlocked a memory thinking about that. Mm. Oh, the <laughs> <best>. <laughs> yeah i would only have a I, yeah i think that's actually quite a good vibe but maybe have a wedding that's i don't know maybe like northern france so i don't know like burgundy or champagne and get everyone cars. a coach yes. everyone can get a coach yes you're in like the crosby Those, wagon this is no so shame to your sister-in-law by the way <laughs> i'm sure that her wedding was i suddenly realized i was like oh shit Do you I'm know what slagging it off and you just went to one do you know what? Me and Sam were the only ones who who went on an um, easy jet. Everybody else paid for British Airways. Really? So, but isn't British you know? Airways like a massive sham at the moment? Well, they are. They're also a little bit more expensive. Mm. So they, you don't they have to pay the, for your bags separately, though. Which yeah. You do oh, on yeah. EasyJet and Ryanair now, though. Yeah. Did you see that Things picture of Michael Gove being held up at an airport for a flight cancelled due to Brexit? <laughs> and no, he's just standing there looking so depressed and sad and old and gross. I oh. love that. That is exactly the fate he deserves. Yeah, it was perfect. I've got other hot political gossip for you. But before okay. then, should we talk about what we're drinking and what we're eating yes, before we get too overexcited? A little bit about what we're drinking. So we are drinking cocktails. We're going for a little bit of a vibe shift this evening. I love this. Yes, Anna, give us the SMR. <laughs> so we're doing um, cocktails two ways. So I will add that um, the kind of like, I don't know, liquor replacement, because obviously we knew you were coming on, Anna. And thank you can't you, have much you. alcohol. By much alcohol, <laughs> I mean no alcohol. You're very pregnant. <laughs> so um, I've got about four bottles on my drinks cabinet of Mother Root, which are this British-based uh, Switchel brand. Um, I've met Beth and the founder a few times. And I just thought it'd be perfect to make like a virgin Bloody Mary. Uh, me and Soph both have a shot of mezcal in it, and it works just as well. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Oh, it's so good. So Mother Root was founded by amazing Beth, and she started making it when she was pregnant as Ooh. an alcohol-free alternative. She was like super mm. exhausted as a mum and needed like an option, kick. a little yeah. kick, but was alcohol-free. Um, so she started making, well, Switchel's usually an American drink. I think at one point it used to be like the most popular drink in America. It's made up of ginger, apple cider, and something sweet, like usually like honey or like maybe molasses. I've never had molasses. I think that's an American thing. But um, I've got mine with a shot of mezcal. I usually have it with maybe a bit of tonic water and a squeeze of lime. Um, but yeah, we've got tomato juice, Worcester sauce, um, mother root and some tasty hot sauce. How are you finding it, babes? I really love it. I'm, I'm a massive fan of Bloody Marys in gen- general. So mm. drinking this kind of reminds me of being, of being like a little bit hungover in the morning on a weekend and, um, mm. you know, just having a Bloody Mary. But also, <laughs> but our meal today is pretty tomato based and tomatoes are infamously super, 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 super difficult to pair because it's like the fruit vegetable debate. They're sweet, they're savory, they're, they're quite, they're, they're acidic. 
Um, so I thought, what would pair really well? Tomatoes. More tomatoes. <laughs> More tomatoes. <laughs> and what a beautiful dish we have. I actually haven't had any yet because I've got my laptop on my lap. But while you do your spiel, no, it's fine. I'll pop this here. Pop it down. While you do your spiel, I'm going to have a little gobble. So today we've got a lamb uvetsi, which is basically a Greek lamb stew that's got loads of cinnamon and tomatoes. Oh, that's so good. Yes, it I'm so, so glad. Lovely. And then you cook orzo in it at the last minute. Mm. Um, it's so delicious. I had it first on holiday in Crete when I was maybe 16. It's been on my mind ever since. Mm. Um, one of the key ingredients in this is red wine. And the red wine has very kindly been supplied by Outpour, mm. who are this really amazing wine company. It was set up by a lovely lady called Joanne, who was basically really disenfranchised by wine being quite a boys club. Yep. As I'm sure Preach. you can attest to. Yeah. And, you know, how she'd go to restaurants and the wine would always be offered to the other man around the yeah. table. Um, and she really felt like it wasn't a world that was being opened up to women very much. So she set up a wine company that was very much targeted at getting women involved in wine in a really fun, approachable way. Um, all the women, all the people who do the wine tastings for the company are women. So mm. it's all... Female approved wines. Um, but the wine that we have got for the stew today, I talked to Joanne about what I was planning on cooking and she very kindly recommended a wine that she thought would be perfect for it. So today we've got an Italian Nebbiolo, mm. which is quite light and acidic. It's from uh, just north of Barolo, which is produces slightly lighter and more acidic wines than those from mm. South Barolo. Um, and it's definitely got notes of cinnamon in there as well. I'm which getting goes the really cinnamon. well with the cinnamon mm. in the dish. Um, and yeah, it's bloody lovely, as oh, I'm sure. so good. This is proper comfort food. I think especially seeing as we had, um, our producer had a little bit of a mare. We got a text, <laughs> Sophie, earlier today, like, it is raining cats and dogs in Bethel Green right now. <laughs> I'm like, no, it'll be nice. It'll it's going to be fine. Summer. It's going to be fine. But if it was still raining, thankfully it has stopped because it was torrential. But if it was still raining and I was tucked up inside and you guys weren't here and I was on my own and I had a few cats, this is exactly <laughs> what I would want to be eating. This is perfect bowl food, bit of drizzle mm. outside. Curled up on the sofa, blanket, shit telly on. Cats. Mm -hmm. Ready? Cats. Definitely cats. <laughs> Definitely cats. Mm. But yeah, thank you very much, Outpour and Mother Root, for, for your contributions today because we're absolutely loving this meal. I am aghast. How are you finding it, Anna? I love it and thank you so much, girls, because this is <laughs> freaking amazing. A lot of lovely ladies, a lot of lovely female founders on this episode. Mm. Lots of I good know this is what we energy. like. Um, speak of the political gossip oh, that yes, I alluded yes, to please, earlier. Please get into it, please get into it. Um, Boris Johnson is moving to my parents' area. No. Potentially even their very street. No! My parents had a Telegraph journalist show up at their house <laughs> yesterday asking if they knew which number house Boris was buying. Oh, how do you is feel? Is that not outrageous? <laughs> Mr. and Mr. Wybird, how do you feel about Boris living in the street? My sister said that she was going to train the dog to shit on his doorstep every night. Yes, please. You know what would be a really good passive-aggressive thing to do? Like, turn up on the first day, like, bring some flowers. They're like, hey, mate, like, if you've got any, like, Amazon packages, just, like, let <laughs> We've us got them. Don't you like, worry, leave, Like, leave them with, and then just, like, steal them. <laughs> <laughs> or throw them in the bin. Yeah, it's illegal to open someone else's post, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say get all his secrets, but mm. get done for that. Fuck. Whoops. <laughs> It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be a wild ride. There's going to be crazy police presence on the road as well, I imagine. Crazy police presence, lots of Protesters, domestics. Protesters, loads of domestics. Maybe the worst neighbour you could possibly have is Boris Johnson. I think so, yeah. Hasn't he gotten someone else pregnant as well? His hairdresser, apparently, which yes. is what's harder to believe. That he has <laughs> a hairdresser. <laughs> Literally. Wild. Do you know what? Wild. This is really funny because... 
I was uh, so my part time job. I work as a duty manager at Mission Kitchen, and one of the members there, uh, Ed, he was showing me a video of his of Boris Johnson's wedding and his dance, mm. the first dance. No, dance how does he to, have it? Someone sent it to him. No, it's like it's on it's on Twitter. It's so embarrassing. Mm. Yeah, so it, they're dancing to Sweet Caroline. Really? I think it's the first dance. I don't know if it's a that's fast, such a gammon song. Or not, but yeah, that's, a, that's such a gammon song. Oh, Big gammon energy. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like bopping around, like you know the, the, the his dancing moves, like that, but on his wedding day, right? It's it horrible. looks, it looks like his, it looks like his <laughs> wife is like giving a dance to this old geriatric <laughs> who's like, it's like a daddy daughter first dance. Oh, oh no, oh, eh. that got a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's kind of like one of his last wishes that his daughter gives him a dance at her wedding. But no, he's he's the groom, very much the groom. Oh, I, I, who would want to marry him? He's just oh, I like I'm all about you know looking within your your soul for like that inner booty thing. It's not so but, nice in there either, though. Is yeah, it? it's not. I actually, so don't like, know which is uglier. Except, yeah, well, it's hard. I thought an inner booty. I was like, oh, booty. Yeah, get the booty. <laughs> yeah, I've got a really flat arse, but my inner booty is gorgeous. <laughs> you should look at it. Absolutely. Speaking of disgusting tax dodgers, so the fact that Shakira is going to prison and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, baby girl, oh, oh no, Shakira's oh, so going to prison. I was like, no, like if like, a Tory MP did the exact same thing, you'd be like, yeah. get in the bin. Exactly. What do you reckon Shakira's political views are? I reckon she has a potential to be quite right wing. Yeah, it's always like people that have kind of come from like maybe like disenfranchised kind of developing country and then as soon as they get a leg up, they're like, fuck you guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, going I'm in. dodging cat. I'm, <laughs> I'm going dodging in. cats. Actually, I want to look I'm dodging up, tax. I want to look up what Shakira's actual background is. She's Colombian. Is she right? from money? Um, I don't think so. Is she from some kind of right-wing nobility? She got discovered when she was very, 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 very young. Her first, because she's she's so big in South America, She, I think one of her first big hits was when she was about 17. Oh, wow. So she's been doing this for a while. So I'm thinking... At least, what, 20 years? Yeah. Either nepotism, baby, or plucked from obscurity. Well, either way... <laughs> I'm losing it Spoken truly as I'm someone like, who couldn't find the... Uh, well, <laughs> either way. <laughs> I thought it was in a Wikipedia, Wikipedia hole of Shakira, Jesus Christ. Right, <laughs> Sophie, get your brain back on. Brain back on. Um, I'm supposed to be the one with a baby brain here, Sophie. I know, jeez. Are you hiding losing a secret? Words. Are you hiding a secret? <laughs> Have you found... I think I've already asked you this question, but it was maybe quite early on in your pregnancy. Also, we'll talk about... When you got pregnant, which I'm still like quite tweaked out about. I wasn't there, but I may as well have been. Um, <laughs> oh, you were almost there. Yeah, I was almost there. Um, but yeah, have you found that you've had any kind of symptoms or what's your, what's the ride been? Has it been bumpy? Well, so the first trimester I've been really tired. Just like all I wanted to do was sleep and rest. No nausea. I was very lucky. I was one of those few women that did. I didn't throw up once. If I did... I actually, that, no, that's a lie. I did throw up in Italy, but only because I overate. <laughs> <laughs> I overate. My stomach is really big now. I've got a big belly. I sat down and you know when you're just like, everybody, everything just crunches and then you're just like, ooh, I think yeah. I just like, ooh, yeah. just There's I don't no have any space. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had a little, you know, 
rom in Italy, romantic, right? Um, but other than that, no vomiting, no um, no nausea, no fu- no nothing. Yeah, I'm swelling now. Like my feet look like little sausages. My toes look, look like no, little sausages. No, I wouldn't say they so. I mean, they're brown, but that's about as sausage-like <laughs> yeah. as you really get. No, but um, they were quite... Well, I think it depends. If, I, if I'm not walking too much, then it's fine. But if I spend a whole day walking, then, um, yeah, my, my feet look like little sausages. <laughs> well, I've got... Um, I think... Well, Google... Mr. Google has told me that I might have carpal tunnel. From, oh. Yeah, so like, you know, when you your hands and your fingers are numb... Uh, and that's a that's a common symptom from pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so it's not fun. Oh, that's what thought you that was when you got older. That's the pregnancy thing. Yeah, it's a pregnancy thing. Um, I don't know if it's also be- because I'm sleeping on my side a lot now because that's the only position I can get get to really. Um, but yeah, I've only ever slept on my side. I don't know, I'm a back my sleeper. Hands are okay. <laughs> they work oh no I, no I maybe it's the swelling as well i feel like yeah everything i'm just i'm just big now oh, no, you're, no you're beautiful i was gonna say like one of the side effects is that your jawline looks really defined now which is cr- not to say not to say that it didn't look but like i've noticed like a clear kind of really shoulders do you know what? I've, mm, I've shoulders think- jawline and neck vibe I think it's just the dress. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cute. But I, as Thank I was you. alluding to earlier, the, so the first time that I hung out with Anna was 52 weeks ago or something like yeah. that. Um, we really? Met up, we, were in, we were in Shoreditch House and we were meeting up and we were talking about babies mm. and you were like, yeah, I think that me and my partner will have a baby. And I was like, yeah, I want a baby in like the next few years. And then when you got your pregnancy test yeah. and you found out what day it was, it was exactly that day. So my conversation yeah. with you must have clearly inspired That's something crazy. within you. Yeah, yeah it was to um, get rammed. Yeah, we were in short. <laughs> yeah, we, we I got really really drunk that night as well. <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually I was drunk. I was already drunk when I was with you. Really? No, you got me drunk. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you I got me that. drunk. Yeah, I did. And yeah. I went to see Sam and his mates in uh, Dalston, and I got extra drunk. I got really drunk that night. Yeah. But now I'm I'm sober. Yeah. I've been sober. I hope so. I've been sober for the past four and a bit months. Well, ever, ever since, since you I, knew. Yeah. Ever since I found out. Have you got any have you found that not drinking booze has helped? I actually I feel like I'm I'm more of a social drinker. Mm. I'm definitely I found out that I'm definitely a social drinker I don't really miss drinking at home at all I I think I did a lot of drinking at home when I was mostly single (laughs) I don't know if that's a single thing to do but you know you're bored you got your cats so a glass of wine yeah or a bottle yeah Yeah, been there been there um but ever since I've been in a relationship haven't really drank much at home unless drinking with Sam and um so yeah I, I am a social drinker i think and unless i'm in social situations like now i don't don't really miss it too much mm-hmm. yeah we were talking about something <laughs> earlier <laughs> which is that you've started wearing shorts under your clothes which i've oh also started doing <laughs> it's um i don't know if you've watched arrested development yes i have I, I don't i haven't watched all of it but yes I have, have you seen the bits where tobias who's one of the husbands has a 
he wears denim shorts under all his clothes and they call, he calls himself a never nude. And I've basically become a never nude, but with black cycling shorts. I wear them uh, yeah. all the time. But now the heat has died down. Listener, we're coming off the back of the fucking mental heat wave Thank again. Fuck. Part two. I mean, it's still probably a balmy 24 degrees, but it's not in the 30s and I'm thankful for that. Same, sister, same. Yeah, I've been wearing little shorts as well because... With the weight gain, baby weight gain, whatever, and the heat, you just like you let your thighs just chafe, and it's just oh, it's, it's crazy. But I'm, I mean, I'm reformed now. I want to wear them all the time. I feel naked without them on right now. I, I feel just, very. They're so nice. Right I can like Sophie, I can literally. Are you talking <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing any shorts this I'm time. not wearing my shorts today. <laughs> I've been a real bad girl. I left, I forgot to put my shorts on today. <laughs> I left my shorts at home. What's the Margaret Robbie says in Wolf of Wall Street? I decided to throw all my shorts away. <laughs> but Sophie's also wearing like a foot length dress. So. It's true. I'm also so wearing she's underwear. Not that we can't see anything. You're not no, but it's it's so nice to wear those shorts because you can. I can like I'm literally sitting here in the sofa with my legs pretty open and um, long dresses sort you out. Shorts yeah, sort exactly. you out. Exactly. I think there's something that happens as you get older as a woman. You do need to wear anti-chafe shorts. I didn't think this day would ever come, and here I am. I think for me, it's just uh, the extra balls of pasta. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Which happens as you get older. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I just realised we didn't have peas on here. Oh, so these are my little snacky booze. So Anna has brought us some treats to eat as well as the also that we just demolished. Anna, what have you got us? <laughs> so these are part of my Dime menu. Um, I'm, this is a little side project I'm doing, mm. um, which I can explain later. But these are Mapo Tofu pies um, in Portuguese. <gasps> well, the pastries, um, in powder pastry, so... It's like flour, it's flour, lard, butter, mm. and olive oil. So like all the best fats you can have. Oh, yeah. Um, and inside is just a traditional Sichuan um, Mapo Tofu. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. Wow, and, um, thank you. I thought, you know, my mom always taught me to not show up empty-handed, so... I'll you actually you once came to my house for dinner, the least empty-handed I've ever seen a person. <laughs> Anna came to my house for dinner and she brought a bottle of wine a plant, some dreamies for my cat. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and some exo sauce, of yes. course. Like the nicest guest gift ever. Well, you always have to bring something, like especially for dinner. If someone's inviting you for dinner, I think it's just uh, like etiquette to bring a little something. It doesn't have oh, to yeah. be expensive. It could be just like a flower or like... It could be a bar of chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But bring something as a thank you. For inviting me over, for having me in. Oh, yeah. I totally oh, agree. Pleasure. It's <laughs> By our, I mean me and Sophie. Because if right, you think I'm going to... This. Yeah, I'm Go going on. in. Oh. Oh, so fucking good. Mm. I wish mm-hmm. this was a visual podcast. You could see <laughs> our faces as we bit into those. So, Anna, these are amazing. These were made freshly today. Just for you guys. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, can you tell the listener a bit about what is in it? So the filling is the Sichuan Mapo Tofu. So it's a minced pork um, tofu. And um, you've got uh, Sichuan pepper, peppercorns. 
the you know the numbing peppercorn chili chili oil and um the spicy bean <laughs> <laughs> so if you just tried to take a picture and Anna put her legs together <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm <laughs> focusing on the pie don't you worry because my mom always taught me not to uh you know if you're gonna if if you if you, if, if anybody's gonna take a picture of you make sure that you look you know presentable and I just had She's my so legs. Sensible. You look really yeah, great. Well, I just had my legs wide man- open. Why did I look? Why did I look? <laughs> so yeah, um, so this is usually served with white rice, um, and other, you know, and whatever you want to serve it with. But I just decided to put it in um, empada. So like empada is this little pie that they do in Portugal, usually with chicken, or like they, well, uh, there's a, a million other fillings, but. The most common one in Portugal is uh, chicken. And so I decided to fill it up with mapo tofu. So it's both yeah. parts of your heritage. Yeah. yeah. Pie I am always so, so blown away with how you're able to kind of like ingeniously combine those two parts of your identity. Because when you do, I, I'm trying to think of some of the dishes, but when you've done some dishes, I'm like, oh my God, of course. Why wouldn't you do that with that? Like, it's so it's so genius. I'm trying to think of some examples. I think it's just like, you know, growing up, because I, I was born in, and I grew up up until I was, what, 18 in in Macau, Southeast China. So I had both both influences. I had the Portuguese influence and also the Chinese. So it just comes very natural to me to marry those two cultures in in anything like you know, in drinks, in in food, or like you know, socializing, like my my mannerisms, maybe as well. Like, yeah, it's just how you were brought up. Yeah, exactly. Both it's just, it's just me all the time. Yeah. So, so one of the things that um, so when Endad asked me to talk about myself, I was like, oh, my food. I was like, well, I wouldn't. One of the things that I said is like, my food, it might not be authentic, but is authentically me. Yeah, mm. that's a good way it's of me. putting it. Yeah, yeah, it's not authentic as it's, it's not just Chinese or it's not just Portuguese. It's a it's a fusion, and that's me. So yeah, it's so good as well. I've just demolished that pie in record it's time. So I'm I'm, I I'm pacing myself. You can have some of mine if you want, Anna. But oh, so good, delicious. Thank you, girl. I love it, and you can taste that. It is so <laughs> you, and the love that goes into mm. it, unreal. I think it's one of I think is one of the the dishes that I'm most proud of that I've come up with because it's just like something I love eating. Like I love a pie, and I but I also love a, a mapo tofu. So something a bit spicy and savory. Like yeah. And where will you be able to get these pies? So you can get these from my um, from Endine, Endine dot com. Um, if you look up Mama da Costa, you'll see my menu as other dishes as well. Um, but these pies are my. Uh, How do you enjoy. spell Endine? A N D D I N E. Amazing. And dine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. They've got also the chefs there, so it's like a platform for. Is at the moment it's just for for London. Um, well, the delivery is only within London M twenty five, and it's all for home cooks or like if you're a chef but you want to do something at home. Or like in my case, I'm taking like a bit of a time off. Mm-hmm. from work so I'll have a lot more time at home so I can make extra money by uh, sharing my food in another way I'll be buying so many amazing oh it's so genius I'm going to single-handedly fund you having a baby <laughs> <laughs> thank you so you're going to pay for the nappies <laughs> all the nappies all the bibs all that cash coming your way via pies well 
You know where I live, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming for you. What did you do this weekend? Oh, we both had quite big weekends this weekend, didn't we? I think this is possibly the worst weather. Ironically, it's the time of year that you're most likely to have a hangover, but it's the worst weather to have a hangover in. The really, really crippling heat. So Hannah was hungover because she was celebrating her birthday last weekend. Woo! One second. Keep going. I'm joking. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I might add that it isn't my actual birthday, but um, being a being a Virgo, I did send around a Google form beforehand to see because <laughs> my birthday is on the bank holiday and no one's ever fucking around. Well, maybe that's just a thing that I got from like being a teenager and everyone being at Reading and Leeds. Do you know? I actually am around the bank holiday and I Fuck ironically sake. wasn't around. Uh, for your birthday Same. party last week, so Same. <laughs> oops. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not hurt by it at all. I only cry about it every so often. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Went to the pub around the corner. Um, started at two. Very civilized time. Left at twelve. Yes, perfect. <laughs> um, I think it was the right time to go when six people separately asked me if I needed some water. Ooh. Well, I'd be surprised if 10 hours later you yeah. didn't need any. I was pretty cunted. Um, I <laughs> had been going for a while. And also when I get drunk, I don't get, I get very low energy and I really start to slur my words. Like that's the only way. So I was going, how's your birthday? Yeah, like, really? <laughs> and yeah, everyone's Are like, you sure that's not just your Scottish coming I out? That might just be my Scottish <laughs> I do also get more Scottish when I'm drunk, but I was drinking beer and beer makes me sleepy. Um, I've been trying to drink more spirits, but um, last time I got spirits drunk, oh, I was out with our also our mutual friend, Easter Belfridge, Ah, and uh, she doesn't drink wine. So frankly, I'm really surprised we've managed to to sustain a friendship, (laughs) but she only drinks cocktails or straight mezcal. Like that's her thing. Whoa. So I was like, you know what? We we got to the restaurant, we went to Oran um, in... Dalston and I said you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bit of you tonight I'm gonna see how I go I'm also a very fast drinker which <laughs> works when it's pints. necking the mezcal so I was necking margaritas and by Oof. the end like, I had to get picked up and I was like really Scottish and really energetic <laughs> and apparently I was like such an annoying drunk so I've just yeah I've decided to not really get spirits drunk since I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Do you know what the way to sustain yourself drinking beers is, which I'm so pro, uh, having a lemonade top. Mm. Everyone takes a piss out of me for being a granny, but I back it so much. A shandy Mm. is a bit much. A lemonade top. I don't mind a shandy, you know. Shandy is like. I love a shandy also. Yeah, it's just so easy to drink as well because, like, it cuts off half of the 
you know, the bub- bubbles. The first the, drink yeah. of the day, if you're a bit hungover, to have a, a pint of shandy. I heard it was delicious. Um, was it? Was it not? It wasn't a shandy. It was a cider. Was it or I can't remember cider mixed with um alka pop. I can't remember. Was it like a VK? Yeah, mm. I can't remember. Does Someone have... told me something like that, and I was like, mm. but maybe it was just bullshit. And I was just is, it one, for it. is it one of those things like a cheeky vimto? Yeah, kind of like a cheeky that. vimto is port and WKD, yeah. isn't it? We've had a lot oh, of that. I thought that was, like, was cough syrup. <laughs> no, a cheeky Vimto. Do you know what? It does taste a little bit like cough syrup. It does. Yeah. Cough syrup and Vimto, I guess, yeah. which have a similar oh. flavour profile. Mm. I remember when Lovely. I used to pretend to be ill so my mum would give me Calpol. I love Calpol oh, yes. so much. I've never I love Benelin have... still. Do you know about um, Benelin? No, I've never Benelin had either of them. No, Calpol. Oh, well, I didn't grow up here, so. So what was the equivalent? What's the Chinese equivalent of Calpol? Well, there's this herbal remedy thingy, cough, like a cough syrup, and it t- kind of tastes like a very like a sweeter Jägermeister, but like a nice Jägermeister, Whoa. like a sweet mental Jägermeister. Ah. I don't know how to explain, but um, oh, what's the name? Um, I don't only re- I only remember the end of it. It's uh, Paypaco. Um, that's in Cantonese for the yeah. And, Amazing. Yeah, it just tastes so good. And I used, I, I could easily have like the whole bottle. I'm not anti Jägermeister, to be honest. Yeah. Bring it on. It's good. Benlin's <laughs> actually quite Jägermeister as well. So maybe I'll have mm. to get you a bottle of Benlin. We can do a swapsies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, because in America they have lean. And I don't, well, that's not as like a, yeah. <laughs> not, not as like they don't a sell med- it in the a, shops. They don't sell in the shops. They don't sell as like a regulated medicine. But lean is um, it's codeine, right? Because you can Ooh, get liquid codeine yeah. in America, and it's pretty um. Yeah, codeine is a. <laughs> it's pretty unregulated. But I remember when like, I was listening to rap songs, and I was maybe about seventeen. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pour codeine all over your chest, and I was like. How can you do that? Like, <laughs> not I can only think of like pill format. Pills, dusty pills. I'm going to yeah. crush the pills and put it all over you. Yeah. Feels quite movies. ineffectual, to be honest. No. Yeah, but lean is purple, so it must be mixed with like vintage. Is lean the same as purple drink? That's the whitest thing I've ever mm. said. Is it the same as purple drink? <laughs> is lean drank? the same as purple drink? <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up the mixology <laughs> of. Um, what this is, is a drinks podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and we are providing you with crucial drinks information. What is the purple is. drink? Oh, so the first thing that came up when I searched that was from the NHS, drug addiction, getting help. <laughs> <laughs> Call Frank. Oh, lean, open brackets, purple drink. There we brackets. go. Codeine cough syrup, <laughs> soda and hard candy. We sound Ooh, like mums. Hard candy. What's hard candy? I think it's just the the, the, the literal hard candy, but they, they just melt, well, it just dissolves in the drink, doesn't oh, it? Oh, really? I think so. I, I wow. don't know. I'm assuming that's what it is. Like, you know when you infuse vodkas and stuff with, like with candy? Like a Skittle vodka. Yes, exactly. And then just infuses. It must so. be. So yeah, purple drink is just like Skittle vodka plus. Mm. <laughs> Plus <coding>. Interesting. <laughs> Sounds wild to be fair. Mm. Well, my weekend didn't have purple drink in it. Yeah, what was w- the reason that you didn't come to my party, Sophie? I told you, Hannah. <laughs> that's the only thing I couldn't do. This is actually the only weekend in August I've had but for ages, which was my first day festival I've been to for a very long time. Mm. I went to the Forte all day mm. thing in mm. Finsbury Park, which I was kind of worried about because it was going to be 38 degrees and Ugh. I'm ancient. But I went and everyone else there was ancient too. And by ancient, I mean not that ancient at all, but just not a Gen Z. Yeah. Basically everyone was kind of, 
my age and older, there were lots of people in their 40s, 50s. Oh. And you I feel like right Fortet brings out that crowd, though. Yeah. Like, Cam's dad loves a bit of Fortet. Mm. I learnt. Crazy. Like, Fortet isn't really like EDM, like... <laughs> no, and it's quite a nice... He played a really nice varied set. There was something for everyone in there. It was really good fun, actually. So, yeah, maybe I'm going to be back on the club scene. Mm. Who fucking knows? Maybe I'm getting back out there. Woo! Can we please just wait until the baby comes out so we can all party because I'm, I'm getting massive FOMO. Okay, once once baby's out and we'll leave her with your partner to be okay. baby. No, baby can come out. She's nah, coming to the nah, clue. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not changing nappies, please. No, <laughs> no, no, totally fair. Totally just, I'm fair. not like there drinking and then like... You know, Passing over just like some out. random, like the most responsible looking person in the club. Like, hey, do you, do you, do you mind? Do you mind? <laughs> do you mind? Do you, you ever change your nappy before? You'll be having a cig outside being like, sorry, I'm actually quite busy. Can I'm busy, busy baby. Away? Busy, baby, okay? Can you just hold your shit? Please just hold it for the next 10 hours. So speaking of Gen Z, on the list of things to talk about. So if you've put light language on TikTok. Oh my God. What is this? Okay, Does so, that not just mean like... So there's this there's this person on TikTok that I've become deeply obsessed with. Uh, I should probably clarify that I've never posted anything on TikTok, uh, but I just lurk in the shadows at what other people are doing. And there's this particular creator in the States who I've become absolutely obsessed with. Um, she's developed... Well, I don't think she's developed it, but she's studied this thing called light language where she basically makes all these crazy noises and they're supposed to target <laughs> different things. And... Everyone's being horrible to her in her comments and she's just a positive ray of light. Aww. I should also clarify this by saying that I'm not a spiritual person at all, but I really enjoy listening to other people talk about their spirituality. Okay. And this light language has really, really got to me. I lie in bed listening to it in light. Is this a cult? I feel like I'm going to laugh feel, at this. You yeah. are going to laugh at this. I, like I know gonna... you are. I know you are. and know that I find it a bit funny too, but I also just enjoy okay. it so much. The woman who does it is the most wholesome-looking woman in the world, so I'll show you that afterwards. So this one is supposedly for weight loss. You're supposed to listen to this three times over. Oh. So Are you ready? <laughs> I can feel the powders dropping off. No, but honestly, like, please explain. I want to, like... You release do... your energetic baggage. Yeah, but how do you... But <laughs> who, who, who invented this? How does she know that what she's pronouncing means that you are... But look how cute she is. Let me see. Yeah, but... I mean... <laughs> of course she's white. Of course she's white. <laughs> of course she is. This is white people's stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... and and you, I mean, you're the whitest between the two of us here. Sorry, Sophie. <laughs> it's but true. I, I feel like that's I think why. We, I think we can positively say that. that <laughs> I feel like that's why you've fallen into this, you know, light I would like, language. I, I don't believe that light language is going to heal me of uh, any yeah. of my ailments. Yeah, but, you feel, but you feel happier, right? I just, that, she just brings me good vibes. Mate, right? We only listened to that once. We just listened to it two more off times. Air, you get it two more times. And then you're going to wake up in the morning... Size four. No, nice. I don't want that to be found. Do you reckon that she not. said you have to listen to it three times so that she goes viral on TikTok? Oh, the views. I think so. <laughs> oh and my God, I've been had. <laughs> I've been so had. <laughs> hey guys, did you know if you like and subscribe, you'll lose 10 pounds? <laughs> 
I am such a gullible little shit. Yeah. I'm going to cry all the way home now. And if you share it, you're just going to have a, you know, Kylie Jenner's body. Kylie Jenner's body, yeah. Yeah, obviously my boyfriend thinks I'm fucking mad. When I sit in bed <laughs> scrolling through being like, oh, that's cute. He's like, what are you doing? I can't believe you didn't see through the disguise. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um, One of my other, well, it's not even a favourite news story, it's just something that's come up this week, is um, that Florence Pugh and Zach Braff have broken up. So for those who don't know, Zach Braff is in his late 40s, Florence Pugh in her kind of mid to late 20s. And their relationship for the last few years has been under so much media scrutiny Mm. for the age gap. Mm -hmm. Um, And she basically came out in an interview and said, we wanted to break up privately because we knew that everyone was going to have so much to say about it. Likewise, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian have broken mm-hmm. up in the last couple of weeks. So it's all the kind of, well, not all of them, but so what have age learned? gap, <laughs> public facing relationships yeah. mm-hmm. have occurred in the last couple of weeks. And it just got me thinking about how involved we get yes. in other people's business in that regard and whether that is helpful in any way, shape or form or whether it is just neggy, neggy judgment. I don't know what you think. I think the reason that we're so involved in these kind of things is because, I don't know, I've only got a few friends. There's only so many relationships I can comment on. <laughs> <laughs> people are bored, people basically. Are bored. People are fucking yeah. bored. Also, yeah, and it's entertainment. And if, if people, if, if you put it put your relationship out there, in any form, if it's social media or if it's like, I don't know, whatever, people are going to look at it. I mean, they have no choice because you've put it out You've there. literally put it there. Mm-hmm. It's there so, for everyone I to mean, see. It's, it's not good to judge other people, obviously, but that's the consequences. How do you feel in general about men going out of women 20 years their junior? Well, my, my parents had um, a 17-year-old gap. So. There you go, it's <laughs> You know, it worked, well, it worked for them. It was, uh, you know, my mum's my Chinese. It was it's the complete cliche. My mum's Chinese, younger wife. My dad, white, Portuguese, older, gent. Um, and it worked for them. But, you know, it, it takes a lot of... A marriage takes a lot of work. A relationship takes a lot of work. And it's give and take. There's, regardless of your age or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, yeah... Obviously not social media scrutiny. Because your mum, I imagine, isn't quite Kim K levels of fame. But (laughs) did they have scrutiny amongst people around them? Being like, why are you going out with this old dude? No, the worst were my my dad's kids. So like my half-siblings, they were the worst to my mum. So they used to, they, they, well, they used to belittle her, like they used to, basically treat her as she was as if she was a maid in the house whoa um, mm, they love do, that bit yeah. of internalized racism right there no wow. but uh, definitely like they used to, they didn't call her by her name they called her amui amui is most basically like either like amui means the girl like a girl oh so, wow like, that's yeah. so disrespectful so they used to to call her that um yeah so it was really sad but you know my mom my, my parents liked each other very much um mm. loved each it was other very much it. and yeah yeah it's if definitely. you're going into a relationship for the right reasons and yeah, yeah. and also because i think I, I don't know why i don't know if florence Pugh and zach what's his face gave a reason for breaking up but the reason that 
I heard that Kim K and Pete Davidson broke up is because they're both at completely different life stages yeah. and he just yeah. didn't get that she had kids. He'd be like, oh, fly out, I'll fly out. And she's like, I can't. She's like, I got, yeah. I've got stuff on. I've got stuff on. But besides having kids, I'm literally Kim fucking Kardashian. <laughs> besides from the whole kind of, you know, logistics of relationships and why that not work, I wonder, like, what is actually the reason for the negativity towards age gap relationships? Like, where does it stem from? Is it just feeling a bit uncomfortable with it? Maybe that, and maybe well, because for me, for me, well, I I don't think I I have a, you know, I don't think I judge it too much, but I do see the difference of like you know when you you meet younger people and you just can't relate to them, yeah, I, and I just yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the judgment that people have towards the, those relationships is like because just because you can't relate to younger people, older people doesn't mean that the you know. Yeah. That couple can't. Because everyone's brains are different ages. Yeah, There's some exactly. very immature 70-year-olds <laughs> out there, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And some incredibly mature 15-year-olds. It's yeah. all about intention. I think that we tend to think very differently um, whether a man in the relationship is much older as opposed mm-hmm. to whether a woman 100%. in the relationship is much older. Because if it's an older woman, they're like, Wee. like, But if it's an Cougar older man, sexy. then... But then also when it's an older man, like a lot of women possibly very rightfully think is there exploitation going on there because yeah I, yeah 100 it's something i say all the time 90 percent of women are great 90 percent of men are shit exactly. yeah i mean the the obvious one in popular culture of the older women in a relationship is sam taylor johnson and aaron oh, johnson i love them so much so aaron johnson was an actor well he still is an actor but when they got together i think he was 18 and yeah. she was in her maybe late 40s yeah but they've been happily married for years i mean the media attention towards her and their marriage has always been entirely negative mm-hmm. um in a way good to know that um i mean not good to know at all what the fuck am i talking about that the negative attention is equally weighted towards men in younger relationships yeah. and women in younger relationships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it seems to exist across the board that people generally feel quite uncomfortable with yeah people of a certain age going out with much younger people. But that's people. the thing, like, what, like, what, what is anybody's fucking business? Like, yeah, just leave them to it. Also, it's not like Aaron Taylor-Johnson was, like, 14. Yeah. 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 He, he was, he he was, was an, an adult. adult. Mm. Yeah. And maybe he was very mature. I'm yeah. sure he was. He seems like a nice guy. Otherwise, she probably wouldn't have wanted to marry well, maybe him. maybe she was, she is very mature. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe she's maybe. 18 at heart. Exactly. Yeah. I, I will say that I always, I was actually having a conversation about this subject the other day, but not kind of like big age gap relationships. But you know, when you're like 16, 17, and someone you know has got a boyfriend who's 24, and you're like, wow, that's so glamorous. Yeah. And then when you turn 24, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why was he driving to my school and picking her up? That I is outrageous. Um, actually have a, story, a funny story about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much I should say, but you know what? So when I was 15, um, I used to have a massive crush on my friend's cousin. And he was a lawyer and 15 years older than me. So he was 30 and I was 15. And um, and one day I was, you know, I was out. Well, one night I was out getting, you know, smashed with my friends. And he was like, oh, do you need a ride home? And I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> okay, please drive me in your convertible. <laughs> um, yeah, he drove me home, we kissed. <sighs> and it's, you know, at that time, I didn't think that it was anything wrong. But, but you, you, you think it's fucking sexy. You're like, yeah, your brain isn't fully formed. My teenage brain was looking at like Titanic and movies like that and thinking... 
that is men. That is who I want, like, who I want to kiss. I'm not even thinking about sex at that point, but, you know. Because um, we're that, taught to aspire to, like, men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why so many women usually date older. Yeah. And men are uh, kind of brought to be attracted to girls. They're looking for, child. yeah. They're looking for a child. Yeah. But then, like, now if you think about that, like, I was 15 and he was 30. That is, like... Mm. Yes, dodgy. That is a, a thirty-year-old you know, guy should not be going after a fifteen-year-old, no matter no, how cool she is. Should not even be like kissing. Let even alone if no. she's Anna DaCosta, it's not I cool. <laughs> but then it also begs the question. It also begs the question: if a twenty-four-year-old or a thirty-year-old is dating much younger than them, what is it about them that makes people their age not want to date them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, mm. that's always the red flag that would go off in my head. Yeah. At a point, I don't know what the age both men and women mature enough to not be subject to that scrutiny anymore? Or is it always entirely dependent on the age gap? Mm. Like if you're, I don't know, Florence Pugh was obviously still subject to the scrutiny having a boyfriend in his 40s when she was in her 20s. I think she's probably, I think she's maybe 26. Would Would it make a difference if like they looked about the same age? Is that, is it, is it the looks or is it just the age itself? I don't know. She's quite youthful looking. Yeah. Yeah. Because if she looked a bit older, like a little bit more meh. I feel know. like she's an old soul though. In any interview yeah. I've I've read yeah. or heard with her, she seems like a very mature, intelligent Yeah, but the woman. people that judge don't really look at your soul. They look no, at your they're face. No, they're going straight to the face. <laughs> exactly. They're so going, look at those baby cheeks. Is it because yeah. of the Garma age? don't do aura yeah. readings. Yeah. So, I wonder... I well, know everyone's under scrutiny. No matter what we do, I mean, we're scrutinizing them right now. So, <laughs> cancelled. We're cancelled. Um, oh, here's an interesting one that I want to hear your opinions on. Roomba, you know, those little house cleaning little baby bots. Oh, yeah. It's Ooh. just been bought by Amazon. No! You, you mean the, the little discs? house cleaning things? Your little yeah. robot hoovers. It's been bought by Amazon. Why have they done that? They're going to be spying on us even more. No. But then people have been saying, I was listening to another podcast that we were talking about, I thought it was really interesting. People have said, they're going to know what the inside of my house looks like. They already know the they inside already of They're in there. That's very naive. Amazon already know everything that's been delivered to I've, your house. I've got three Alexis's at home. So I, that, you know, I do, I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest fan of Amazon, but I do need Amazon in my life. It's so convenient. And I do have three of them. Uh, well, it's, Alexis. I meant Roombas. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> They're all going around I, would, I did quite want a Roomba and I'm not sure I do. I don't because I think with cats, it's not it's not going to work out that great, yeah, is Slinky's it? Yeah, Slinky's just going to go get it. Also, if she's yeah. sick on the floor. Yeah, it's just going to... That's going everywhere. Make a little Jackson Pollock kind of... Oh, yeah. She's yeah, have you seen the videos stuff. of the dog, like, you know, they're trying to clean the, clean the dog poo and it just mirrors all over. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. The other spy thing that really freaked me out this week is that... Um, in a rogue turn of events, I was singing a B-side Gareth Gates single okay. uh, to Cam last week uh, and asked him if he'd ever heard it and he had no idea what I was talking about. Can you sing it for me, please? It yes. can happen to any one of us, anyone you think. Anyone. That's all. And like a cute little, like a, like a cute little couple in bed moment. Or, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was singing it to him and he was like, I don't know what song you're talking about. I don't about. think I know it either. So and I then it came, him. a video came up on my TikTok of Gareth Gates singing it live and I was like, are you joking? It's here. And he said, that's not a coincidence. TikTok is listening to your yeah, phone. of course. Yeah. Do you have your microphone enabled on the TikTok yeah. app? And I mm. looked in and I did. Mm. And it really bugged me out. 
For a while, people were saying, oh, it, it's not listening to you. You're just of really predictable. Of course it is. But no. no. Gareth Gates' B-side single from 2002. <laughs> I don't think they could have predicted that about me. I'm not sure I could have predicted that about me. God. So we have a Agony Aunt section, Anna. And a few questions are actually sent in directed to you. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So, You ready Daniela, to give some sage advice? Well, I'll try. <laughs> Daniela gets in touch and she says... What would your advice be to someone who wants to start doing supper clubs, but by extending the invitation to actual customers who will pay for you and your services and not just family and friends? How do you make that transition? Well, if you are a confident cook and if you already have, um, well, some friends, at least in, you know, the industry or friends that know people or friends that are, influencers uh, that can share and help you like you know um that, that that's a good start and i think you should just do it um because if you don't if you're worried about the logistics and stuff of it you're, you're never gonna do it so um just get yourself out there even if you have to start at home with strangers i don't know how safe you'd feel but i know that you could you could do like a females only like uh so sophie sophie man does um um man's got munch uh, that's her handle mm -hmm. she does a few supper clubs just female only that's a um, great shower actually i've never yeah. thought of doing that so um if you feel if you don't feel comfortable do, well if you don't feel like you're ready for a restaurant you know scene yet you could just invite women that want to pay female customers that want to pay and have have them in your house mm. if you feel such a good shout and if you do want to get involved in doing it in spaces, how do you go about getting in touch with those restaurants? Mm. Um, do you literally just reach out? Well, we've been very lucky that we've been, people have, well, those restaurants have been reaching out to us. But um, I know the Countertalk counter Spaces, they're doing this um, this platform where either either if you're a restaurant or a, you know, like um, like a chef that does pop-ups, you can find a perfect venue for you. Um, I would say if if you're not comfortable doing that, you can just go into you know follow some restaurants that you know or follow, follow people that have that have been doing supper clubs and see where their venues have been. Mm. Yeah, so, that's a good shout. You know, if they're open to do supper clubs quite often, or what's their plans, like summer plans and stuff like that. Speak to them. Speak to people. Speak to message people that already do supper clubs and um yeah get get help and um yeah, yeah get actually get most importantly get help <laughs> no most importantly no, no, no. most importantly either have find a venue with a dishwasher or have a really good kp yeah i feel like that is i'm looking to do a supper club quite soon in my house and the KP situation is already making me stress so i'm definitely gonna get someone <laughs> yeah definitely no honestly Necessary. we've done um we've done two pop-ups and two different pop-ups and two different venues and they didn't we didn't have like a dishwasher and it was horrendous we had to do all the dishes ourselves and it was just yeah it was a nightmare one of them it took us about three four hours to um to wash up oh everything. my god and after you've been on your feet all day prepping yeah. and doing service that is yeah, the last, the last thing, thing you need you want. Yeah. yeah it was not fun <laughs> So yeah, there you go. Sage advice. Ladies only in the house. If you, that feels like a safer environment. Yeah. And keep an eye out for what other people are doing. Also, yeah. counter talk. Shout counter -talk, out counter talk. Yeah. Mm. Counter talk spaces is a great, uh, great 
you know, place for you to find venues if you're looking for one. Perfect. Right. Okay. We'll do one more because I think we are running over. So very good question. Do you have any advice on how to balance your social life with self-care? Oh, this is so hard. This is something I wrestle with loads. I imagine you ladies do also. Mm. I find it, I find it quite, well, I think once, since I've been freelancing-ish, I find it quite easy because I, I dedicate maybe two or three days for social life and then the rest, the rest of the time, either for work or for myself, um, I try not to overbook the week. Um, and if I do, then I compensate by not booking anything the week after because it's just, it's just trying to, it, it, like everything, like it's so cliche, but it's balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is that balance that you need to try and achieve. I do a similar thing. I try and have a couple of days a week, which are blocked off literally just for lounging on the sofa, not doing anything yeah. at all and count those as social occasions in your diary. If it's helpful to block those off mm. as in your busy calendar. in your calendar so that if, if anyone asks if you're free, you know you're, <laughs> you're busy <not. laughs> and you're not tempted to slip in another drink with a friend yeah. because obviously it can be really restorative to meet up with friends. But if you've got no time to yourself to reboot, then it can leave you feeling slightly more stressed than it would before. Yeah. And also your good friends will always understand if you say, oh, I'm actually feeling quite burnt out and I think I just need an evening in to recharge. Let's get something in soon. Yeah, I remember when I was first trying to get started and I had such anxiety and such FOMO and feeling like I had to be at everything I was yeah. invited to. Like last year I was like, I need to be invited to everything. I need to go to everything. I need to be switched on. I need to be constantly mm. networking. And now if I have a week where I have two, one, maybe two nights where I can just like sit in, make tea and just veg out, I'm just so thankful. Yeah, 100%. And saying no to things as well. Yeah. It can be really hard, especially if you're in that, I don't know what, like, yeah, the person they wrote in, I don't know whether you're kind of juggling career and self-care and social life as well. And it can be so difficult to say no to things that you're like, oh, but maybe I'll go there and I'll meet someone. Like, it's just so nice to say no I think no it even sometimes. applies for it's not professional, but, you know, if you're single and you think, oh, I have to be out all the time because that's how I'm going to yeah. meet people. Or even if you're, you just feel like you need to be out and about to recharge, yeah. just know that it means so much to give yourself the time to chill at home. And you won't be able to give your all to other situations if you don't give yourself that time. Exactly. Obviously, everyone's got different limits. Some people are really extrovert and they just want to be around people all the time. But I do not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I found that it helped um, this year is uh, getting pregnant. Yes, yeah. that's a great excuse. <laughs> that's just, a great piece of advice, sorry, guys. I'm pregnant. <laughs> guys, yeah, get pregnant. Have sex, yeah. get pregnant, say no to things. <laughs> Because then you have someone else to blame. Exactly. And they can't be mad at you because they're not born yet. It's not yet. my fault. It's the baby's fault. <laughs> it talks to me. I'm so tired. We are tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. You heard it here first, guys. Get pregnant. If you're really tired about going to social situations, have and a baby. And you know what? I feel like in a lot of a lot of social situations as well, because it, 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 it does involve drinking, so a lot of my friends have sort of like cut me out because they know I'm not drinking and they know that I'm like, I'm not interested. I'm not really that interested to come unless there's food. If there's food, then yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I'm like, oh, do I really, really want to travel that far for like, mm, nah. 
<laughs> Actually, on that, I do think there's a way of blending self-care and socialising in with the people that you love the most. So, like, your closest friends, for example, I've got a couple of really good friends who we will very happily see each other just by lying on the sofa, not really speaking and watching TV. Yeah. But it, mm-hmm. You still feel like you've, you've got a connection with someone yeah. and you can talk about anything that is really on your mind. I've definitely got a few friends where that's become quite a key way of socialising is make the kind of relaxed dinner you would if no one was there at all, mm. except they're there too. That's how you know when they're true friends. That's when you know they're true yeah. friends when you're relaxed enough in each other's company that you just act as though you would if you were by yourself. Yeah. And sitting in silence as well, comfortable silence, that's when you know you've made it friendship yeah. 100%. Exactly. 100%. Not saying anything. But yeah, look after yourself and just respect your own boundaries is my key advice. Mm, 100%. Wise one. Well, I think that's all we've got time for. So all that remains for me and Soph to say is thank you, Anna, so much for coming on the podcast. It's been such a delight. A big, big pleasure. Thank, thank you, Anna. Thank you, girl. Thank you to Anna and baby... Thank you so much, baby. You've been (laughs) such a big contributor. I know, right? She's been chatting away. Just here, you know, enjoying the food, enjoying the (laughs) chats, agreeing with aunties. Yeah. And if you like this episode, give us a review, give us a rating Mm -hmm. on whichever podcast app you use Mm -hmm. and we'll be back next week for the season finale episode oh my gosh yes every five star review is a night that anna gets to sleep through when she has little baby baby save save anna's sleep schedule yes yes we're back next week with a super jam-packed letters special can't wait can't tune in then tune in bye guys lots of love Bye. bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.